Welcome to The Feast Life, where we empower you, the modern homeschool mom, to create a life and homeschool you love. One founded on faith, family, freedom, and fun. I'm your host, Julie Ross, creator of the award-winning homeschool curriculum, A Gentle Feast, and a certified Christian life coach. For more information on today's episode and to access my free gift for you, check out thefeastlife.me. Charlotte Mason once said, life should be all living, not a mere tedious passing of time. So on this show, we seek to savor the feast of life. Girl, grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. You are welcome at this table. Welcome to episode one of The Feast Life. I'm your host, Julie Ross, and I am so, so excited to start this brand new show with you. So thank you so much for tuning in. You might be asking yourself, what is The Feast Life? Well, if you're not familiar with me, my name is Julie Ross, and I'm the creator of the homeschool curriculum, A Gentle Feast. And Charlotte Mason talks a lot about this metaphor of a feast, which is why my curriculum is named that. I also had another podcast and you can still watch the YouTube videos for that. So I'll link that in the show notes where we talked all about Charlotte Mason homeschooling, all about how to actually implement her philosophy in your homeschool. And I so enjoyed doing that podcast. I so enjoyed the amazing guests I had on and reading through her volumes and discussing them. That was so wonderful. I also recently became a Christian life coach. And as part of that, I learned that success in life comes down to 80% mindset and 20% skill set. And as I was meeting moms at conventions and talking to my clients and doing consultations, I really found that to be true, that you can have all the hows and the practical reasons why to do X, Y, Z or the right books. But if you are struggling with your mindset, it is going to have such an impact on your homeschool. And I realized that not really many people were talking about this aspect of homeschooling. So I wanted to create a show that would help homeschool moms with this mindset piece. Yes, we will still talk about the 20% and some of the practical aspects of homeschooling and how to teach different subjects and whatnot. But I really wanted to focus on the 80% of mindset and show moms how to have a wonderful life. Charlotte Mason said, our aim in education is to give a full life. We owe it to them, this being our children, to initiate an immense number of interests. Life should be all living and not a mere tedious passing of time. Not all doing or all feeling or all thinking, the strain would be too great, but all living. That is to say, we should be in touch wherever we go, whatever we hear, whatever we see with some manner of vital interest. And when I read that quote, it really resonated with me. Life should be all living, not a mere tedious passing of time. And I spent so many years of my life just stuck in overwhelm, 
stuck in exhaustion, feeling like I was playing a giant game of whack-a-mole, going from one issue to another issue that I was never making any forward progress or traction in my life. I did feel like life was merely just a tedious passing of time. Let's just go through this week. Let's just get through this month. Let's get through this year. And I wasn't being intentional about creating a life that I actually loved. I love how Charlotte Mason goes on to say that we should be in touch wherever we go, whatever we hear, whatever we see with some manner of vital interest. Life is so amazing. There are so many beautiful, fun, outrageous adventures that we get to be a part of. And how can we start living in a way that we can see those things and hear them and know that those things are happening around us all the time, rather than being stuck in um, negative emotions, stuck in fear, stuck in doubt, stuck in feeling like we're trapped in our circumstances. In my own homeschool journey, I went through a period where I was severely depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. I didn't want to homeschool my kids. Every day felt like I was just trugging through mud. And I knew something had to change, that I wasn't showing up the way that I wanted for my children, that I wanted to create a life that was full of fun and excitement and wonder and beauty. And so learning about Charlotte Mason and changing um, the way I approached my homeschool made a huge difference, night and day difference. But what really made the most difference for me in my life and in my homeschool was working on myself and learning some of these tools, some of the mindset practices, some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you, just really changing my whole entire perspective here. Today, I want to remind you of something truly essential. Your children need you to show up as yourself, full of passion and zest for life. And in this fast-paced world, it's easy to get caught up in comparison, self-doubt, or the pursuit of perfection. But your unique presence with all your quirks and your interests and your enthusiasm is exactly what your children need. When I first started homeschooling, I had this picture of what an ideal homeschool mom was like. And I decided that that's who I needed to be. In my mind, the ideal homeschool mom was one who um, liked to bake, liked to sew, liked to homestead. And those are all wonderful things. And if that is you and you love doing those things and you are thriving in those things, I just want to say very clearly that I think you are amazing and you are my hero. But that's not the only way a homeschool mom can be in. And in my mind, that's what I thought. I guess, I don't know, friends I had were like that. People I saw on social media were like that. And I tried really, really hard to do and learn and like those things. But here's the deal. <laughs> I was miserable. I never really got good at those things. It never excited me and lit me up. And over time, I realized I don't really like doing all these things. I wonder if the things that I actually really like doing are okay. I don't really see other homeschool moms doing these things, but maybe God knew what he was doing when he gave my kids to me. And maybe I just need to show up as me. And so I started sharing more of the things that I really like and started sharing those more with my kids. And at first I didn't really even know what I liked. I'm going to be really honest with you. I had tried to fit myself so much into other people's boxes and expectations of what a good homeschool mom should be that I actually didn't know what I liked. So I had to spend some time figuring that out. But I really like musicals. 
I love going to concerts. I just love music in general, exposing my kids to certain kinds of music. I love disco music. I love to dance. And so I started bringing more and more of that into our homeschool day. We would take a dance break in between subjects and put on some ABBA. We would listen to musicals and dance around the kitchen while we were making dinner. We would roll the windows down and sing some band at the top of our lungs because it was just fun. And as I became okay with being myself, that started resonating with my children. And it started to become things that they like to do. And, you know, I really wish I could teach them skills on baking and sewing, but I don't know those for myself and I didn't really like them. And so maybe someday if my children really want to explore that, that they'll be able to do that and find that for themselves because they learned from me that it's okay to be who you are. And it's okay to go and try new things and figure things out. And so I want to encourage you as you're homeschooling your kids to show up as who you are. God knew what he was doing when he put your kids in your family. So here are just a few heartfelt reasons why your authentic self matters so much in your homeschool journey. So number one, it's inspiring. Your passion for life, whether it's for a particular subject or a hobby or a volunteer cause, your church, for example, it can be a powerful source of inspiration for your children. When they see you pursuing your interests with zeal, they're more likely to develop a love for learning and be curious and want to explore things for themselves. Number two, you're modeling for your kids' character. Your authenticity teaches them about the importance of being oneself. It demonstrates the value of embracing your strengths and improving your weaknesses while continually seeking to grow and improve. Letting your kids be on this journey of you growing and changing into more and more of who God made you to be is inspiring for them and it models for them perseverance and resilience and strength and having the courage to try new things and take risks. And they see that from you doing it. Number three, connection. Being yourself creates a deep and authentic connection with your children. It allows them to know you as a person and not just as mom or teacher. This connection fosters trust. It allows for open communication and a safe place for your child to be themselves. And I have seen this so, 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 so much as I became more and more okay with just being me. It really has made for some super fun memories with my children. Recently, I took them to see an ABBA tribute band at our local theater. And I think the average age of the people in this theater were 70. So me and my kids were definitely, um, we definitely stood out, not just because of our age, but also because we went in full disco costume and we were the only people dressed up, but that's okay. <laughs> and we were also the few people or the only people dancing for a lot of it afterward though I did feel kind of odd let me tell you I have to be honest but afterward I had so many people come up to me and say that it brought them so much joy to see my children knowing the music so much joy to see them watching my children dance like what an amazing mom I was it was something very unusual <laughs> we don't do this thing on a regular basis it created such a special memory though for my kids. And I think most of all, they were happy to see me happy. They were happy to see me having fun and singing and dancing and knowing that 
I have a full life as well. All right, so number four of why this is so important in your homeschool is it creates joy in learning. So your passion can turn even the most challenging subjects into an exciting adventure. When your children witness your enthusiasm for learning, they are more likely to approach their studies with curiosity and eagerness. So even if you don't like maybe the particular subject that you're teaching that day, they see you excited about other things and that will make them excited for the things that they're learning as well. You can also model this sometimes for your children. If there's a particular subject that you don't really have that zest for, it's okay. You can create that. Maybe it's just that you need to research some more and learn some things about that subject. Maybe your school experience with that subject was really awful and you need to read some living books or watch some YouTube videos on that subject to get you inspired and excited. And then number five, resilience. Life is full of ups and downs, but your ability to navigate challenges with grace and determination sets a powerful example. Your children learn resilience from watching you overcome obstacles and setbacks. One of the goals that I had a few years ago was to run a half marathon. And my children got to see me <laughs> training for it, being resilient, you know, setting a goal, working really hard on it. But during that race, it was really hard. And there's this concept um, when you're running a long distance race around mile 10 for a half marathon, where they call it like hitting the wall, where like every energy reserve in your body just gives out and your brain is screaming at you because everything in your body is hurting and it wants you to quit. And I texted my oldest child and I said, um, I think I'm going to quit. I'm going to be at the corner of this street uh, if you want to come pick me up after the race. <laughs> and she texted back and said, but mom, we're all here at the finish line waiting for you. Plus there's Girl Scout cookies here. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, bring it. I can run three more miles for Girl Scout cookies. Let me tell you, especially those um, Samoa ones with the chocolate and the coconut. Yes, I will finish this race. But what really inspired me to finish the race was knowing that my kids were at the finish line. And I wanted to show them what is possible. That when you make a goal and you work hard and you train for it, that you can reach that goal. And so that was my inspiration to get to that finish line. So whatever it is that lights you up as you take risks, as you grow as a person, as you're exploring, as you're setting goals and achieving them, that's modeling this resilience for your children. And they need to see that in life because they're going to have their own journey with its own life's ups and downs as well. So remember, there's no one size fits all approach, even in a child that makes Your uniqueness is your superpower and it enriches your children's educational experience in countless ways. So moms, embrace your passions, your quirks, your authentic self. Your children need you to show up as who you are, full of love, faith, and a zest for life. Your presence in their life is such a precious gift and the impact you are making is immeasurable. Charlotte Mason talks about the importance of mothers growing with this term for, um, called mother culture, which comes from a parents review article. And in that article, it says, there's no sadder sight in life than a mother who has so used herself up in her children's childhood that she has nothing to give them in their youth. When babyhood is over and school begins, how often children take to proving that their mother is wrong? Do you as often see a child proving to its father that he is wrong? I think not. 
he is gaining experience year by year, but mother is standing still. Then when her children come to that most difficult time between childhood and full development, she is nonplussed. And though she may do much for her children, she could not do all she might if she as they were growing. Is there not some need for mother culture? But how is the state of things to be altered? So many mothers say, I have no time for myself. I never read a book or else I don't think it's right to think of myself. They not only starve their minds, but they do it deliberately with a sense of self-sacrifice, which seems to supply ample justification. Is that a convicting quote or what? <laughs> right. Our children need to see us growing as they are growing. You will never have extra time to work on a hobby, an interest, to read a book, to develop this mother culture. You have to be intentional and make the time. Carving out 30 minutes to an hour in your entire week is absolutely possible. But you have to see this as a priority and put it on your calendar. This is my time. This is my 30 minutes where I'm going to go take this lesson. Or this is my 15 minutes after lunch where I'm going to go read a book. Or this is my hour every Saturday where I'm going to go for a nature hike. You have to block those times out. And trust me, the laundry will still get done and the clothes will still be washed. And those things will happen because they will fill in around this priority. So on this podcast, I'm going to bring you encouragement, education, and inspiration to guide you on your journey. I'll be doing some of the solo episodes like this one, where I'll be teaching you about mindset, habits, time management, and sharing some of the amazing life coach tools that I've learned that have transformed my clients' lives. Also, I have some wonderful interviews lined up. All these women are amazing. We're going to be discussing parenting, business, and of course, homeschooling. And I can't wait to share these interviews with you. New episodes release every Monday, so you can find time to listen to them throughout your week. But make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. My goal for each show is to leave you feeling encouraged and inspired and to help you leave overwhelm and fear behind and create a life and homeschool you love. So until next time, remember, life is a feast. Let's savor it. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Julie Ross here. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like this show, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a positive review in iTunes. This really does help people learn about the podcast. And each month, I will pick a winner to receive a free gift. Don't forget to check out all the free resources we created for you at thefeastlife.me. Thank you.